everybody? This is Sam with the Rowdy Alternative Podcast. Today we're here with uh, Frank Zumo. Uh, he is a very into a lot of projects. And it's, we're we're going to hop in and, and cover as many as we can. So uh, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. Just uh, actually just finished prepping. I've got a workshop, uh, my final show um, of the year, which is one of the workshops I've been doing for the kids traveling around. Um, and this one's a big one. It's at Sweetwater in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So I'm just kind of prepping and building, you know, tracks and all that kind of stuff and uh, go out, rock this one. And this will be the final show for a long, crazy year that it's been. Yeah. So I guess that'd be a good place to dive into are these uh, clinics you do. Uh, so, so can you explain how those are set up and the, whatever people can expect if they go to these? Yeah, it's been something that has been so incredible. It's grown, you know, substantially over the past couple of years I've been doing it. But um, I partnered with, you know, School of Rock and a teen suicide prevention charity, um, you know, and SJC Drum Company. And basically, we were touring this before the pandemic all across America. We did, we even went to China um, and then the pandemic, we did a modified version where we would literally just go to schools, like all the school of rocks. I did a West Coast tour. I did a just a California tour. Um, and then we kind of changed the model around this time of last year where we said, you know what, to make it even bigger, <clears throat> let's go to one market. Let's bring in like five to 10 of the local school of rocks because there's over 300 in America. Um, and let's rent out a sick big venue and let's just go big. So we've been doing that um, this entire year. And um, we've done about, I think, five or six this year. Um, and it's been incredible. So basically, the School of Rock is where, you know, from young kids to adults go and they learn their instrument, but they get to be in bands, they get to do gigs, they're really learning the field at such an early um, age. And they you know, get to play rad venues, get to do like a punk themed show, a Beatles themed show, like whatever it may be. And um, the way my event works is I give the stage to those schools that are attending. They they have they're called house bands. Um, those students will get up and do mini sets um, to open the event. And then I will get out there. I'll perform one song or two or three with each kind of house band. Um, then I'll do my own little mini concert for the kids. Um, and then we just do like a really rad, you know, question and answer slash discussion and end it with a meet and greet and all that. But, you know, it's just something that's really amazing and it's nothing is scripted or planned. And, you know, we're talking about heavy stuff like suicide and mental health and wellness and just all this stuff, which has been just a great space to have these conversations with kids and be there for them and offer advice and resources and all these things that, you know, weren't available to me when I was coming up and I haven't heard of anything else really like this going on. And it's really important for the youth and uh, it's something I'm beyond passionate about. And it's just grown so much this year that we've gotten like such amazing media coverage out of it. And it's just like, finally, cause you know, a lot of people don't understand. They just think it's like a drum clinic and I'm there just playing a bunch of notes yeah. and, you know, showing off and talking about a bunch of music specific things only. And it's really not that like we've taken, you know, the traditional kind of drum clinic. We flipped it upside down. We call it this like amazing workshop experience. It's in 
you know, this year we were in sick venues that I play with some 41, like concert venues. We were in okay. skate parks, you know, like sick venues. And like the last one we're doing this year is going to be um, at Sweetwater in Fort Wayne. And they have their own beautiful state of the art performing arts center. And this one is going to be with their own students. They have their own school there called the Academy. So I'm going to jam with all those kids. And this is like a whole nother market and kids that I haven't worked with before. So um, it's exciting. It's a great way to end such an amazing year. And we're already plotting next year's workshops. So it's hella rad. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I did, I've never heard of anything like that. I've heard of like clinics where people would show up to, you'd have someone show up to a, like a guitar center or something and they would, you know, do their, the whole clinic thing, but this just sounds like an actual, like, this is a show. This is a performance, a concert. Like, that's what it sounds like to me, except with, like, an added, like, meet and greet thing. So are those, what's the turnout for those? Those usually are, because I don't know if anyone else has, like, heard of that kind of thing either being done. Yeah, I mean, they're averaging, you know, 200 to 500 kids. But, like, I did Summerfest wow. um, in Milwaukee in the summer. And I don't know, there was probably 1500 kids in that room. You know, it was a big, big event. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, 200 to 1500 has just been what we've been doing this year, which is incredible. Like all the school of rock kids come out with their parents and friends and siblings. And it's just a real incredible thing. The parents get involved. The parents are asking questions. Like it's, it's really cool. Um, and this year has been a really special year because it's just leveled up beyond yeah so do you is that your main uh gig now obviously you're in some 41 which i failed to even say but yeah for anyone who don't know frank's in some 41 but uh uh is this like your main gig right now i caught you guys um when you guys were on the road with the offspring in uh, cincinnati yeah and i know that's yeah and i know that's done by now so i didn't know what what's your plans with some 41 if you got this going on or is there how you got everything scheduled out in the coming year or two? Yeah. So this 2023, I got in workshops based around some tour schedule and that's pretty much how it always is. Um, and that's how it's going to be, yeah. you know, for the next, you know, year and then some, because, you know, some we're going to hit the ground in the new year and release our final double album. And then we're going to do a final world tour. That's going to take us a minute to kind of get around the world yeah. and say goodbye so it's going to be a very hectic, you know, 24, 25, you know, however long it goes and, and whatnot. But yes, when I see holes in the schedule, I mean, even the offspring tour you're talking about, we had a day off right outside of Chicago. I went to Chicago and I did House of Vans uh, skate park venue on oh, my wow. day off. So, you know, I just kind of once I have the routing, I'll look at it. I'll get with School of Rock and we'll kind of see what makes sense. So it's the same kind of it'll be the same going into the next year as it's as it's been um you know since i've really started i've been doing these since i've been in some 41 over the past like 10 years so it's just kind of we plug and play whenever we can yeah well let's hit on some 41 a bit then uh i guess when you you joined in 2015 right i think or around then like, maybe something like that yeah i'm bad with yeah. the, the exact years <laughs> I, I was just, what I was just getting at was like since like obviously you you took a founding member's place, um, yeah. and um, is is the, how was stepping into those shoes because that just seems like a crazy intimidating thing to go through. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it it, it was, it is. Um, you know, 
but the really cool thing was Dave Brown sound came back in the band at the same time as me. Mm-hmm. So the spotlight was on like, holy shit, Dave hasn't been in the band in 10 years. He's back. So it kind of like took a lot, I think, of the pressure, you know, off of me and, and the fans were like so stoked that Dave was back, um, you know, and it's just like, I was just like, I'm going to just pay respect to the way these songs were played on the record, inject my, you know, fuel into it. And, um, you know, just, you know, I, you just, you really can't get caught up in it. You just have to just be you and just do your thing. But it's just like, it was such a natural you know, fit and um, the fans were beyond incredible. Um, you know, so it's just, I, I kind of got thrown right into it. I mean, we started making the 13 Voices yeah. record, you know, right away. We, um, you know, we literally did the AP awards, you know, that was my first show in the band. And that was mm-hmm. the way we introduced Dave being back in the band. It was a surprise. So it's a massive you know, live streaming arena sold out show with, um, you know, us playing a medley of all the big songs, Dave coming back. And then to end the thing, we literally brought out DMC from run DMC and played a couple run DMC songs. So it was just like the sickest, biggest way to enter that was so special. Um, I'll never forget it. You know, it's just like, what a first show. Um, and then we just have been on this, non-stop journey pretty much since how how did you get in contact with them and how did you get the get the gig yeah i i mean i knew the guys just through touring and friends and you know derek and i became really good friends and uh derek did a couple of performances with 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 me when uh i produced a a show with tommy lee for a big drum concert for guitar center and derek was one of our special guests so we got to you know collaborate on that and then when street drum corps had our las vegas residency he was one of our special guests and like it was just so rad like you know i I remember seeing some 41 on the warp tour for the first time and like it was just like the way derek and the band commanded the crowd and just how massive it felt and just like that energy it was just like holy shit i want to be part of this you know and uh just you know when when you know when steve left the band i just literally you know reached out right away and i was just like yo like whenever y'all are ready to jam i want to come jam i would love to jam and it started out really chill like you know it was a you know the band was kind of on a break at that time so i would just go to derek's to hang and party and i just started we started jamming cover songs then started playing some 41 songs and as it got more serious the band you know all came to la we spent a week together and after that week, you know, they offered me to officially be in the band, which was cool. I, you know, I was the only kind of guy that had that experience. They didn't do like the cattle call auditions or there was none of that stuff. Um, you know, so it was just like me seeing an opportunity and just, you know, putting myself out there before they got bombarded by the entire fucking industry. So I was just like, I need to get in here and just like, let it be known that it's just something I would really love to do. And Thankfully, it, it worked out and it's been the most incredible ride and really excited to wrap this up on such an amazing note, celebrate, you know, what it's it's just, I mean, since I've been in the band, it's just like every cycle, every tour is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's just really cool to be part of this journey and to end like the way this is going to end. And, you know, I'm excited.
as, as yeah, sad I mean, and bittersweet as it is, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. I'm just going to enjoy it and love every minute, minute of it and just appreciate what we have, you know, and the future doesn't even matter right now. It's just, you know, it's just, I'm going to live right. in the present and just enjoy. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's great. And like, when you talk about each show getting bigger, bigger, it's funny how that works, especially with the, the niche or the genre that you guys are in, like the punk rock, the pop punk, if you want to call it that, you know, just that, you know, that area. And I was, uh, Jarrett from, uh, Bowling for Soup was on here once. And also, I don't know if you know, Jason from, uh, Authority Zero, but, um, we were, we were talking about like just the, the weird resurgence that that punk, uh, style has had. I'm 25. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I was, when that was all hot, like I was, I was still too young to really be into it. So hearing all this come back and like, Bowling for Soup selling out shows and some 41 selling out shows. Like just, it's pretty cool. Do you see that at all from your standpoint, the past 10 years or so you were in the band, you see it like kind of coming back. Yeah. And I mean, that's just, you know, that's life and, and things come back, they go away. Um, but you know, obviously we've been aware of it, but to go to Las Vegas a couple weeks ago and play when we were young and see like whatever it was, 60 to 65,000 people there a day, you know, and seeing like yeah. Green Day and Blink and all of us on the same stage together and just like just the 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 energy, the vibe, like everywhere we, you know, you would go in Vegas, any casino, anything. It was just like kids celebrating music. And it was just like that was like the biggest like, holy shit, this is as big as it was in the TRL, you know, MTV days when mm -hmm. all these bands were on the TRL countdown and all that like it's it's really cool and it's like i honestly feel like this is you know due to the after effects of the pandemic having such a dark yeah. shitty time like this is music that's fucking fun and makes you feel good and it's just like yeah. you know it's just people just want to go out and have fun again like you know life was heavy for a couple of years and i feel like this just takes you back to such a good time and it feels good and it's just like you know, you're seeing yeah. that right now. And it's just, it's cool. Like we're all putting out records at the same time and playing festivals together and like all this stuff. And it's just such a great time. I mean, like us going out, you know, with, with simple plan, the offspring for the last, you know, yeah. uh, you know, last two years, we've all been like separately touring together and then we all put it together. And, you know, it was one of the most successful tours of the summer, you know, in America, which was, incredible to see you know 10 or thirty thousand people showing up a night going ape shit for us simple plan yeah. offspring and it's like it was a tour where it's like you knew every song you mm -hmm. know it's like it's one of those yep i know that song i know that song i know yep. that song so you didn't fun. even know you know yeah. them until either like you don't even know you know the song totally. half the time until you start playing it like um absolutely but yeah with uh with with that genre and that the music you guys play like I, um maybe it's just because i'm a drummer but in the sense of a hobby Sick. drummer you know, like I'm not in a band or anything, but like, it's just so interesting. Like the punk rock, the nineties and the two thousands punk rock, especially it's just like, like the drumming has always been just insane to me. Like you need the stamina you need, like you listen to people like uh, Travis Barker or, or a lot of the some 41 songs too. It's just like, mm -hmm. I don't know how someone even trains to play this shit. Like it, it just, it just seems hard. And like, that's one of the hardest underrated i think it's one of the most underrated genres when it comes to drumming in my opinion are there any like drummers that come to mind for you that you're like okay this guy fucking kills it like if like in that 
genre? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you're right. It's We are straight up athletes playing this kind of music for mm-hmm. that long of a show. And, you know, with that intensity and, you know, all of that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like, there's so many. I mean, of our scene, I mean, there's been, think about the, the iconic drummers, you know, you know, Trey Cole, you know, yeah. it's like, you got Travis, you know, it's like, there's been so many drummers that have been stars, you know, like even, mm. you know, no doubt, you know, they're, they're a punk rock band too. It's like Adrian Young. It's like, there's just so mm. many. And then, you know, you're seeing like, you know, the, the newer bands now, and there's some amazing standout drummers, like, you know, like, I know it's, it's a bit, you know, heavier, you know, hardcore, it's like turnstile, but that drumming energy yeah. is very much in our punk and you know all of that you know scene but you know it's like we just did like a pop-up after when we were young we did a pop-up show at the punk rock museum with fat mike and we played some no effect songs and it's like that shit too is like insane and we played so many shows with pennywise and bad religion and like all those drummers are just so rad we play with you know the vandals and like and that's another brooks wackerman is like you know one of my favorites of just like the punk rock scene um josh freeze you know it's like there's just the freaking list goes on man there's just so many incredible drummers that you know have come out of the scene that have also just become like iconic household name you know rock stars that your grandma would know who they are in the in the you know grocery store which is super rad you know for the drumming community and all that like um but yeah it's uh it's definitely it takes a lot you know, um, that's why I can't like for me, I've constantly got to train and practice just to stay on point, you know, with doing what we do. Yeah. Um, and this is just a question just out of curiosity for me as a drummer, uh, when you play like those high energy, super intense, quick songs, I always found an issue with me was like breathing. If that, like, there, you, I, do you have a certain, like, just to, you know, stay on top of it because you start dragging if you get too tired, that kind of thing. And breathing has always been like, I need to have like breath, breathing control while I play. Is that, is that a real thing or am I just stupid? But because like, it seems like, it no. seems like uh, something that's, <laughs> that I struggle with and maybe, maybe other drummers do too. Is there a way that a, uh, a way that you control your breathing while you're playing or anything like that? Absolutely. Um, and that's a whole nother thing. Like, you know, and if you're having issues, like I definitely suggest, you know, in your free time, like do a deep dive on breath work. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many protocols that you can learn to figure all that stuff out and learn how to, you know, regulate and learn the techniques. It's like, I, you know, I do that before, I mean, I do it to start my day, breath work, guided stuff. I do it to activate, to downregulate, you know, before we hit the stage, I do it to amp up instead of, you know, drinking a a coffee. I'm not, you know, and I don't drink energy drinks, you know, coffee is the only kind of caffeine thing I do, but I'm not going to start drinking that at nine o'clock at night when we're about to go on stage, you know, so it's like, I'll do breath work and I'll feel jacked you know just from the breath work but it is Mm -hmm. like it is learning um that and you know i've gotten you know been able to do a lot of stuff like like pool training where you're working out like working out like weights and doing things under the water where you have to hold your breath and that's like you know enhancing your breath holders and just all this stuff and like i've learned from different coaches different hacks things to like 
pay attention to and this and that. And like, I'll do certain exercise and things to like oxygen, oxygenate my system before I get on stage. So I breathe easier, you know, and stuff like that. So it's, it's, you know, I do a lot of stress things on my system with like the crazy cold plunges and really hot saunas and all this kind of stuff just to like help me do all of this stuff, um, you know, as effortlessly as I can. And, you know, some days are harder, some days are easier. It's just, that's life. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say like, do some deep diving on the, on the breath stuff. If, if you're noticing that, cause there it is, it's, yeah. it's, it's breathing. It's the way that you are, you know, gripping sticks and things. If you're just like literally holding on for dear life and like, you know, think about like yeah. when you go to work out, you, everyone wants to hold their breath and they're doing like a big workout move. But if you just fucking breathe, it's so much easier mm-hmm. and you can do even more. So it's like just making that connection, being aware of it, understanding it. And honestly, I didn't even start this journey until the last couple of years, you know, learning okay. really about breath work and, and learning that stuff. Yeah. Cause like that, that makes a lot of sense. And like, it's hard to explain kind of what I meant, but you got it. But it, it just, I feel over exhausted after a certain amount of songs. Like I, I'd play, I'd be like, man, I shouldn't feel this tired or I shouldn't feel like this winded. And like, I, I'm going to, you know, I go to the gym, I work out everything. I'm not, you know, right. I'm not like out of shape. I wouldn't yeah. think so, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that, that's an interesting way to, to, to a lot of people probably don't consider the breath work thing, but yeah. So, it's, um, it's everything and you said it, you train you know. and every, yeah, yeah. And, and you say you, uh, train and everything like while you're on tour and stuff, how do you do that when you're like on the road? Is it like, what, what do you, your daily regimen for that? Show days, I've got, you know, um, stuff backstage that I can do, um, you know, you know, workouts to get it in and just kind of get everything going for the day. And then especially when it's like showtime, I'm jumping rope to get all the, you know, blood flowing and just everything loosened up before I get on an actual practice, you know, kit and play for, you know, however long that's needed. Um, so there's a lot that goes into me, like getting out on stage. I don't just like roll out of bed and walk out and expect to do that. Like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and then on days off, you know, and I have a great gym at a hotel. That's when I'll do like, you know, hit a full, unless we've had a bunch of shows in the row and I just listen to my body. If I'm feeling like I need a fucking day off to rest, I will absolutely, you know, take it easy Mm -hmm. and rest. Um, you know, it's just, you just gotta be really in tune with your body and understand, what it needs and all that, which is just something I'm still on a journey to understand about just being in tune with all that stuff. But, um, you know, I've just got, I've made it. So I've got stuff that I can train backstage, you know, when we're playing arenas that give us access to the gym, that's amazing to have that to, to warm up. Um, you know, like in Las Vegas, one of my, my boxing coach happened to be there. So I was like, okay, it's 95 degrees out in the desert. Like I want to do a different workout to get things going. So we did a couple rounds of, of mitts and gloves and then did, you know, other, you know, things to really loosen me up. And it was like such amazing to change up my normal routine. And I think that's the thing too. Yeah. Like I try to change things up so I don't get in the same thing. Like if I'm in a city where there's a coach, I know I'll go have, go train with him, you know, early in the show day or different things to just kind of switch things up and just really stay sharp and motivated and, not fall into kind of the same old routine and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. And and changing it up and keeping it fresh, that, that would absolutely help. Is it 
as the years go by for you, are is touring harder or easier for you now? Like, how, do you like with your like health, keeping yourself going, that kind of thing? It's honestly gets easier because I just, you know, I'm. You just learn how to do it even better each time. You learn how to take care of yourself better. How to just navigate. You know, the only thing that's like, you know, it just never gets. It's just all the flights and waiting at airports and being in cars like that kind of stuff is just like you know it's just like fuck you travel so long to go play like you know an hour hour and a half and it's just like you weren't you didn't even leave the airport in that amount of time that just but you know it's like that stuff whatever it's minor shit but like as far as the you know it's gotten to a point where you know it's as comfortable and can have you know what's needed to really make it great the only honestly the only hard thing is just you know now that i have a family and kids that's the hard part Mm -hmm. is being away um you know when i was single it was like let's i'll fucking tour 375 days a year whatever i don't give a (laughs) shit you know but now it's like with kids we have to think about okay how long are we gonna be gone can family come out can we go home for you know a couple days like whatever it may be that's the only hard thing um you know but yeah as far as the health game and all that it's it's much easier now because we actually know what we're doing and we're we're being healthy instead of just like being young kids who are just like not caring what they eat and you know partying and all that kind of stuff like there's none of that now you know it's just about like what's the absolute healthiest and best way i can do this um to sustain and just give the crowd the performance they deserve every night yeah so but uh, so, yeah, because because you would think that uh, being younger people, you'd think like j- in terms of just wanting to go, 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 probably easier that way, like you said. But as you get older, you got to worry about uh, your health. You got to worry about just trying to keep going because Absolutely. Like, expect, yeah, but uh, especially at festivals like the um, what was it called? I'm sorry. I forgot oh, already. The when we you- were young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. Like that lineup, I remember seeing that, and like it just looked just like a, it looked like a nightmare. It'd be like, how do they, how do they fit all these bands? How do like not for the the artists, but just for like the audience too? Because like, what do you think of like festivals when compared to like a normal show? Because I hear a lot of mixed, uh, mixed opinions on festivals. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like festivals to to play to that many people to see that energy to be on stages that big to play with so many bands you love and all that. Like it's, it's, it's incredible. Um, you know, obviously there's all things are different, you know, like, you know, I love all the different shows for certain reasons. Um, you know, it's like, but when you're, you know, in a controlled arena where you've got all the production and and you're not fighting with the sun, you know, and, that kind of stuff um you know those are you know there's to me like the arena shows are like as far as like touring those are my favorite and then festivals are my favorite for just like the energy and how hard people go and just like how yeah. big it is and all that like and and the vegas one was really rough for the fans because it was so fucking hot and they're just in the sun yeah. with no shade from 11 a.m to you know midnight and they want to see every band because it's just from you know both main stages are just like all the massive bands back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. So, you know, I felt bad because I'm like, we're only up here for 35 minutes and it's rough with sun in our face and how hot it is. 
I can't imagine these kids are out here all fucking day, you know, and you can definitely feel like, you know, the energy was like being, you know, definitely beaten up by just how hot it yeah. was and all that. Um, which, you know, it's like, it's crazy. It was still that hot in Vegas in October, you know, still like 95 degrees, right. I think, you know, but, um, you know, it's, uh, festivals are hard for fans. I mean, they're, especially yeah. in Europe when it gets rainy and muddy and they're camping <sighs> there and they're raging all day and night. Like it's, it's a lot. Like I've, I've done that once, you know, I've done the whole camping at a festival <laughs> back in the day and i don't think i've I haven't done it since <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i i try to go to a lot of festivals but like yeah no you're completely right about the fan thing like i can't do the camping i could there needs to be a hotel room somewhere like i can't stay all day anymore it's just like it's a lot more of i'm gonna go to the bands that i want to see and then the other eight hours of the day i might just you know take it easy but um for sure uh let's yeah. Uh, so also another thing about you, which people find interesting, I did, I didn't even know about it, is that you filled in for Tommy Lee of Motley Crue one time. Mm-hmm. Is this, yeah. was this just like a few shows? Can you explain how that happened? Yeah. Uh, this was, hold on. I got the thing right here. I'm just, okay. Two, uh, 2009. Cause I always forget when the hell it was. 2009. Um, yeah, I got a call that like there was an accident with, you know, he burned his hand and I needed to fly out. Um, and I did about, you know, I think it was like almost two weeks worth of shows. Um, you know, um, well, he was, you know, he couldn't perform for the first half I was out. And then by the second half that I was out, I would do the, the first part of the show, which was like the whole Dr. Feelgood album. That was the long part. And then he would come in for the second part, which was like a couple hits, you know, a couple more of the hits, like the kind of encore thing. And then like there was like one or two shows where I was just suited up and ready just in case his hand was bothering me. And then after he did like two shows, he was like, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all good. Um, But yeah, it was incredible. It's, you know, the first concert I ever saw my favorite band, Um, you know, that I became, you know, really dear friends with, with Tommy over the years. And, um, you know, it was the most incredible experience of my fucking life. I mean, it's just nothing. It just, it's, it was so incredible in every way to play those songs with those guys and feel that on stage and the production and like to, you know, get to be in the band and travel I was traveling with Tommy Lee, you know, across America yeah. on this, on this tour. It was, it was, I mean, a total circus in every way, you know, like in the best, yeah. the best way ever. Is so when you got the call, is it because you knew Tommy already, or is this before? Okay, so how, yeah. what about how'd you meet up? How'd you meet and get to know Tommy Lee? Then that's just like a huge name. We met through Adrian from No Doubt, like introduced yeah. us um, because of we were doing a big drum show together, and we wanted to, you know, invite Tommy to come check it out and whatnot. And he really dig like my drum group that I was doing, um, and all that. So we kind of got connected to that. Um, and then I had a dear friend that I grew up with that knew him. So it was like, there's just a lot of people that linked us and we just hit it off and just really became, I mean, to this day, you know, like such great, great friends. And I mean, you know, after that, me, you know, I remember getting a call from guitar center while I was filling in, they were like, we want you and Tommy to produce 
our giant drum off concert and we just dreamt up this insane vegas style show and got to create and do that together you know um so it's been a lot of collaboration things we've done over the years um you know and he's just been such a great awesome friend and all that i'm just so stoked that they're back touring i went and saw you know them on their stadium tour last year i got to bring my you know one of my kids to see it which was amazing like full circle moment for me and then we played with motley you know some and motley we both headlined a festival together in in france last summer which was freaking incredible um so yeah it's like just one of those very insane things that happens that i still don't like i'm like how did that happen like how did this just like another life you know just on cloud a million the whole time you know right um so what about uh you're a busy guy you do a lot of stuff um what can you like hit on all besides your main gig with some and your your uh drum shows that you told me about earlier can you hit on like what else you do like i I heard some edm sound and stuff i i when i was researching earlier and all that yeah, since 2019, I've just been doing a lot of collaboration, like solo stuff, where I've been guesting with other DJs and producers and artists. And I turned that into, like, especially in the pandemic, just like a full on, you know, solo project where I put out an EP and a ton of singles and then a ton of, you know, I was featured on a bunch of different tracks from, you know, a lot more of the EDM world, which is, just, you know, something I've loved since, you know, so young, just it's all beat driven, you know, just, yeah all those grooves all that stuff and um you know i just i was out you know i've been doing festivals and solo shows where you know it's just this really fun experience where i'm drumming i'm on a kit on marching drums i'm in the crowd it's like just become this whole experience and super fun um so i've done a lot of that you know over the couple years as well um and then like one of those collaborate collaborative things that I started working with, you know, an artist, we linked with two other artists and now it's turned into a band. Like o- over the last year, we've mm-hmm. just been making music together. And it's like everybody in the group is all producers, instrumentalists, singers. Okay. So it actually organically just turned into a group. And we were like, yo, like we want to, we want to play shows. Like instead of just like putting out music and that's all like, we're actually a band. Like let's, do a show so a couple weeks ago we just played we debuted this thing it's called gravis and we debuted Mm -hmm. it at a at a festival in salt lake city and it was incredible it was like one of the most amazing first shows ever the energy the amount of people that turned up like it was really really rad so we have been working on a record you know like an ep over this last year so i just went last week in la um and recorded drums at the food fighter studio for the record um and we're going to finish that up and just start kind of plotting out the next couple of years of releases and more shows. Cause it's just, it's so fun. And I just like, it's great to like actually turn this into a project and not just be like studio stuff and just, it comes out digitally and that's kind of the end of it. Like we, we wanted to really turn this into, and it's just like, it was cool to see the reaction to like a band playing this kind of stuff where it's like metal with, you know, EDM music, it's drum and bass, yes, yeah. you know, hard style, it's like multiple genres, and just to see that go off, you know, it's which is it's really heavy for like that kind of scene, and you're just seeing a lot of yeah. that movement kind of happening now, and it's just cool to be doing it with like dudes where we're a band and we're playing guitars and singing and like you know actually performing it live, um, which is so fun, and 
um, that's exciting. You know, that's kind of like a, a, something that just kind of came out of nowhere and we're just kind of going with it right now. Um, so yeah, just, you know, obviously some 41 is, is the mothership. And when I have time, you know, until some ends, you know, when I have time based around this final tour, some schedule, I'll be doing my workshops and solo shows and gravis shows and, you know, whatever I can, um, you know, and then, you know, when some is done we'll figure that out when that, that time comes, um, and whatnot. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, that's a good way to end it, man. I was about going to ask you like what your plans, whether it be, um, in the coming months or all the way until after some end. So it, it's just a play by ear thing for you. Just staying busy. Just keep, just keep grinding, you know, just making stuff happen, following, you know, all the different things that I love and, you know, making sure that they all get equal attention, um, you know, and it's just the way I operate, you know, anything I'm passionate about, I'm going to give it, you know, full throttle and just like see it through, you know, it's like, I love creating things and, you know, actually like the whole part of like the grind to like physically make it manifest and happen and like all that, like, it's just, it's so fun to, to be part of that creative process. Um, it never gets old. You know, I love new challenges, especially yeah. when it's like, wait, you're going to do what? And how are you going to do that? Like, it's like, you know, just because you said, you know, you had questions about it and you didn't believe it. Like, okay, now I'm really, you know, it's like, not that I wasn't going to do it, but it's like yeah. even more fuel just to like, you know, just make shit happen. Um, so it's fun. It's just like, I don't know. I'm just a super creative person and I love to get all the different creative parts of me out uh, any way I can. I, it's just, it's just who I am. It's me. It's, you know, my everything. And it's just like fun to be able to, to be in a place where I can do all this stuff and, you know, have people show up and have people care and, and all that. And like, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's just like, just making stuff that I'm passionate about that, you know, and, and the collective people that, and, as long as we're stoked about that's, that's all that matters. Like we're just making it for us. We're not sitting here like trying to formulate things and, you know, just to see like, Oh, is this people going to like this? Or is this the trend? That's like, it's not, it's none of that. It's just like, you know, just, I don't know. I mean, that's like, I'm just like, so used to that. I think especially with street drum corps, because they're like, what do you mean? You're three drummers. Like yeah. you're like, what you're going to do. You're going to go on tour with the use. Like what that makes, what do you mean? Like <laughs> show up and we'll show you. You know, so it's like, I love that yeah. kind of like, yeah. you know, and it's like, I don't know, just for me, it's like, I've always been like, I feel like the things that are different, that's, you just have to stand out and do something that is mm-hmm. different. And for some reason, I've just been attracted or somehow that's been my kind of, you know, and even like, look at some 41. It's like the band is in multiple genres. We've got punk shit. Mm-hmm. We've got metal stuff. We've got hip-hop stuff pop stuff it's like it's yeah. it's so fun like i love that one day we'll be at a metal festival the next day we're like a mainstream festival with mainstream artists and the next day <laughs> we're at like you know what you know so it's it's just cool to you know be not just like stuck in a in a lane you know like that's just for me mm-hmm. i've just been so yeah. an open book with that because i love so many different things you know I, I blame it on my dad's record collection that i was given when i was a kid it was like funk music rock music metal music classical music and like you know i didn't just like listen to only one thing so i think that's just kind of what you know and like i feel like back in the day there was just so much more the bands that i really liked were so in multiple lanes and i love that because i listened to a record and i got taken on a ride it wasn't just like 
one thing for 12 songs. It was like, oh shit, here's this crazy heavy song or here's this beautiful song or here's, you know, and that stuff, like, cause I yep. feel like for me, I'm such an emotional person with my music. I like to be taken on this, you know, ride through it. So that's the shit that I was just like, so, you know, taken, you know, into. And even like, look at Beastie Boys, you know, like you've yeah. got punk rock songs, you've got hip hop songs, you've got instrumental jam songs. It's like, yeah. it's so great. You know, and like that's the stuff that I've just been really attracted to. Right. Well, hell yeah, man. I appreciate you hopping on. Um, Thank you, my man. Yep. Good luck out there. Everything coming your way. Uh, if you have any plugs, whether it be new music, socials, anything, you could floor is yours. Yeah, just, I mean, I've got like on all my socials, a link tree. It's got tour dates for everything I'm yeah. doing and releases. That's a great way to stay up to date. But I would just say, you know, Heaven and Hell, the new Sun record will be out in the new year with a world tour and come out. Let's fucking celebrate and uh, give this band an awesome send off. Yeah. All right. I appreciate it, man. Everyone else, thanks for listening. This is Frank Zumo. I'm Sam. And uh, give me, a, when you, I sign off here, give me a couple seconds to make sure we're all uploaded, okay? Cool. You got it. Frank. All right. Cool. Appreciate it. All right. See you guys. Thank you.